And we are back. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Jesse. Guys, I don't know what's going on in the city of Cincinnati when it comes to the sports teams. But right now, the state of Cincinnati sports is at an all-time high. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. As a fan that has been a fan for pretty much all my life, this is incredible what's going on, okay? You obviously got the Cincinnati Bengals, okay? Fresh off an AFC title game appearance for the second consecutive season. Then you got FC Cincinnati, who is having a magical season, leading the MLS by eight points, and has just turned around just over the last two years. Crazy. But the number one topic, the number one story that is going on right now in the city sports teams is the Cincinnati Reds baseball team. Ladies and gentlemen, Right now, as I record this podcast on June 22nd, 2023, the Cincinnati Reds, almost said Bengals, the Cincinnati Reds are on an 11-game winning streak. Let me say that again. The Cincinnati Reds are on an 11-game winning streak. Let's just... Let's just sit on this for a little bit, okay? Let's just be quiet for a second. What? An 11-game winning streak for this 2023 Cincinnati version of this baseball team. Guys. The Reds were a dumpster fire last year. The Reds lost 100 games last year for the first time in, like, God knows how many years. Before the season, this team was picked by many people, including myself, to have another losing record and probably lose 90-plus games. That's what I said before the season. I did a podcast with my brother Matthew on it. But I did say the Reds were going to be improved because they're going to showcase the young rookies that they have that are really good. This team is neat. They're 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 pretty much like a year ahead of schedule. What the Reds in April was swept in four games by the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates were the darlings of baseball. In the first month of the 2023 MLB season. Since then, the Pirates have lost nine in a row. Well, since then, the Pirates have not been good. Right now, currently, the Pittsburgh Pirates are on a nine-game losing streak. you love to see it. But after that series where the Reds lost four in a row in Pittsburgh, the Reds sat on that day 7-15. and And I thought, well, here we go. On the road to potentially maybe lose 100 games for the second consecutive season. No, the Reds just kept playing baseball. They kept battling, playing for each other. And as we sit here on June 22nd, 2023, the Reds are 40 and 35. And they're in first place with a one and a half game lead on the Milwaukee Brewers. Wow. Wow. The Reds did not win their 40th game 
until the end of July of last season. The Reds at this point last year were 26 and 49 to 40 and 35. Really, the Reds almost has more wins than the Los Angeles Dodgers. What is going on? What? This is crazy. I, I, I don't... This, what? Wow. This is the Reds' longest winning streak since the 2012 season. That team won 97 games that year. And we won't even talk about what they didn't do in the postseason. Because right now, we're on some good vibes shit. Sorry. I know I should not be cussing. Family-friendly podcast. I don't give a shit. This is... This is incredible, guys. I don't think you guys realize it is hard to go on a winning streak in baseball. More, it's more crazier that they're, it's hard to go on a winning streak in baseball when you won double-digit games in a row for two weeks. And that's what the Cincinnati Reds are doing, guys. This winning streak started in St. Louis about two weeks ago. The Reds lost the first game. Friday night, and then they won the last two games, and then they swept Kansas City in three games, and then they swept the Houston Astros, the defending World Series champions, Houston Astros, in Houston last weekend. And then this week, the Reds come back home and take on the lowly Colorado Rockies, and the Reds swept them in three games, in three dramatic fashion games, I may add. This is crazy. This is really, really, really crazy. I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Last week, my brother Matthew was on the podcast, and I just pretty much talked to him about what he thinks about the Reds so far this season. And we're both like, we, what, like, <sighs> this is crazy, man. I really love, I really love what's going on with the Cincinnati Reds. Okay, because. Ever since the Bengals' emergence before that, okay, this has always been a baseball town in the city. It always has been. And then you can blame the ownership and the Castellinis for pretty much effing things up. But the real fans, the real OG fans, they'll show up when you put a winning product on the field. Tuesday night against the Colorado Rockies, the Reds drew... 28,000 fans at Greater American Ballpark on a Tuesday night in June. Well, Jesse, you know, kids are off school. Do you get the point? Do you get what I'm trying to say? If the Reds weren't on this just unbelievably magical winning streak they're in right now, say the Reds were losing games, okay, and they were taking on the Colorado Rockies who are also losing games, do you think there will be 28,000 fans for that game? Okay, let's be real. No, stop it. Fans just realize when you when your team, they try to put a team out there that can win games, they will show up. Okay? That whole Rocky series, Great American Ballpark was rocking. I wasn't trying to be jokingly right there with that, but maybe I was. Whatever. It's my podcast. It's just... 
this is man i just can't believe this is happening like i'm still at a loss for words i, I sometimes i wake up and i don't i just don't think this is real but it actually is like the reds have a lot going on right now i mean joey Botto returned on monday night and this guy hits a home run and and hits a double like back where he left never left like really and then it's like you got the young talent like I've been talking about on this podcast over the last two months, okay? You got Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, Andrew Rabbit, TJ Frito, Hunter Green, Nick Nadolo, Graham Ashcraft, Spencer Steer, Jonathan India, the emergence of Will Benson, Jake Fraley, Tyler Stevenson, and there's more on the way with Andrew Phillips and Christian Encarnacion Strand. Whew. Man. Man, man, man. This is... This is a fun group, guys, and honestly, I can say this is the most fun I've had as a Reds fan. I can say it in my lifetime. Yeah, 2010 was great. Win the Central. Jay Bruce walk-off home run to clinch the Central at home against the Astros. And then 2012, winning 97 games. You know, that team was great. That team also went on a 10-game winning streak. That was the last time the Reds won double-digit games. In a row like that. But this is this just feels different because of like they're so ahead of schedule right now. And it, these are these are young players and they're and they're experiencing winning like this. These young players are experiencing a winning streak that we did not expect this to happen at all. Okay? Not long, I didn't think this, not long, I didn't think this team was gonna win like seven in a row. Or even five in a row. Or hell, even four in a row to begin before the season started. Craziness. 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 And I know people have been asking me this week, and they're like, Jesse, are you ready to believe in this team this year? Man. Before this week, I said on the belief scale, after the Reds swept the Astros, one to ten, ten being I'm um, I'm believing this team like here we go. I'm at a I was at a six at a I was at a six and a half. Okay, six and a half. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. I would say. After just completing the series sweep over the Rockies, and they're like, it's the, the Colorado Rockies. I don't give a shit. You play the teams on the schedule. Okay, you win those games. Boom, and the Reds did that. They don't have to apologize for that at all. So, with the scale, I, man. Okay, I think right now I'm at a 7. I'm at a 7, so I just moved 0.5, okay? I'm at a 7 right now. I'm just not there yet just because I want to see what this team does before the All-Star break, okay? Huge weekend series at home against the Braves this weekend. And then you go to Baltimore to take on the Orioles, who are really good. Three-game series in Baltimore. That's going to be tough. Okay, the Padres. Yeah, the Padres have struggled this year, but they still got talent on their roster. And then I believe the Reds will end the first half in Milwaukee. Huge series there to end. And that's going to tell me, okay, where this team is at. People say, well... Can you wait till after the All-Star break to judge this team? Like towards the trading deadline, which is July 31st? Sure. I want to see how this team finishes off 
this first half. They're right now they're on a high on this winning streak. And I think some of the media people are not really giving them credit. And honestly, if I'm a player on the team, who gives a shit? You guys are just playing Reds baseball. The way you guys should be playing Reds baseball is just attacking the bases. Just the Reds are unbelievable on the bases. They steal bases. They are aggressive. They don't give a shit, man. They'll run. And even if they get thrown out, it's like, hell, we're going to continue to be aggressive. That's who the Reds' identity is. And, guys, the Reds are going to go through a skid, okay? It's going to happen, okay? My thing is, is when that happened for the Cincinnati Reds, I want to see how they're going to react, okay? They will be on a losing streak, but let's hope the losing streak isn't like a seven, eight game losing streak, okay? That's where it's like, oof. But they lose like, I don't know, like, what? They lost like nine out of 14 games, okay? Let's see how they can bounce back from that and then start a new like run of winning games. Not in a row, but just here and there, winning series. That's what I'm going to look for for this team moving forward is when they go through those struggle droughts during the baseball season. And when you get to the dog days of baseball, especially in August, and if you're in contention, everything's going to change. And those young players, they haven't been there before. So we don't know how they're going to react to it. So that's why I'm really excited to see how they're going to do when it comes, when that moment comes for them. And this team still has a lot of things they got to work on. Starting pitching needs to be better, okay? These starters, should, they should not be going four or five innings a game and then taxing the bullpen. The bullpen have to throw like four or five innings a fucking game. No, 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 no. Right now, the Reds' bullpen is really, really gassed, okay? The Reds' elite closer, Alexis Diaz, he's perfect in save opportunities this year. But on Tuesday night against the Rockies... He was gas. He threw 28 pitches, but man, he was walking batters uncharacteristically because he is tired. So the Reds, if they're still in it by the trade deadline, they got to get a starter arm or two. They have to. And maybe get another bullpen arm as well, too. They have to because this Reds bullpen has been one of the saving graces of this team so far this year. You don't want this bullpen to be so dead in the water come August. If that happens, the Reds, are, they're not going anywhere. They're not. They're not. They're not going to win in the Central. It's not going to happen. So the starters have to be better. You're hoping that Nick Lodolo can come back. I don't know when that's going to happen. They're pushing back his re- return, I guess. They're saying to August, and it's like they're saying one other thing. And I'm like, oh, God. And then Graham Ashcraft. He's been on DL. He's been doing, he's been going through a lot, losing his um, grandparents. I mean, I think it was grandfather, I believe. Yeah. So you would think that him taking off with the injury and then mentally, for his mental sake, you hopefully he can get back to where he was last year. If you can get that grandmas crap from last year, and then Hunter Green, he's on a deal with his hip problem that he's been, you know, nagging him for the last couple of starts. He's actually throwing the ball pretty well you know lately so let's hope he can heal up he'll probably miss a start or two so let's just hope he can just heal his hip 
Graham gets back there. I don't know about Lodolo. And then I don't really trust Luke Weaver. Brandon Williamson has had moments where it's like, okay, he's showing some stuff. And then other times I'm just like, okay. And I believe Blake Lively should be a bullpen guy, but he's put on the rotation. He hasn't really done a terrible job. He's actually been decent. His his last one against the Rockies this week was not the best, okay? He walks some batters. So it's very important for the Reds starting pitching to get better. And they have to address that in the trade deadline, assuming the Reds are still in contention by then, okay? But overall, man, this is this is great what's going on in the city. Like everybody's talking about the Reds, Bengals, FC Cincinnati. It's just this is great. I mean, we already talked about the Bengals, right? Okay, the Bengals are what they've been the AFC title game back to back years. Back-to-back AFC North champions, Super Bowl contender this year, probably one of the Super Bowl favorites of, of people's minds, of the media, potentially. Well, some are picking the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl and win it, but, you know, some people don't have the Bengals in the Super Bowl, which is okay, whatever. But, anyways, Bengals are Super Bowl contenders this year. Joe Burrow's MVP candidate. You got the improved offensive line with the big addition of Orlando Brown Jr. from the Chiefs this offseason. And then you have a schedule coming up that includes a Monday night football home game against the L.A. Rams. And then you got a Sunday night game at home against the Buffalo Bills. A Thursday night road game against your rival Baltimore Ravens. And then at Kansas City against the Chiefs towards the end of the season that has number one seed ramifications on the line. And then you go to the 49ers, take on the San Francisco 49ers. Woo! That's a lot right there. But... Then you got the return of Chinadu Awuzier. And then you got the addition of Irv Smith at the tight end position, which I believe that's an underrated signing of the offseason by the Bengals. And I think he's going to bring some just some good stuff to that offense this season. Like the Bengals. Bengals are great. And then you got FC Cincinnati. I mean, my God. Surprise playoff appearance last year. And then they won a playoff game in their first game. And then expectations leading up to this year was high. And what they have done. 13 wins, 4 ties, 1 loss, 43 points, unbeaten in the last 14 matches. They have won 13 in a row at T. Carell, dating back to last season. I mean, they have the most points ever in the first 15 games of an MLS season ever. Yo, the vibes are just insane with Cincinnati sports. And then you got Cincinnati Bearcats officially becoming members of the Big 12 on July 1st. Wow, man. This city is just, there's so many good things happening right now. And if you're a Cincinnati sports fan, if you got nothing going on this weekend, head down to Great American Ballpark. The Reds have a huge weekend series against the Atlanta Braves, like I said earlier. And then catch a match at T. Carroll Stadium to watch the best team in MLS right now in FC Cincinnati. And then the The Cincinnati Bengals training camp begins in a month, and we're ready. Expectations are even higher this year for this Bengals squad. It's Super Bowl or bust. Man, and you got the Reds, man. It's just, this is, we're not depressed, man. I know this podcast is named Depressed Cincinnati Sports Fan Podcast, but, man, we are not depressed. We are just on a high right now, and we're going to stay there, damn it. We're going to stay there. Man, it's a good time to be a Cincinnati sports fan. I haven't said that in like 
I probably haven't said that a lot in my lifetime. I probably have said it probably an occasion, probably like, eh, like probably three times. But this high is the best high. And let's just keep it rolling. All right, guys, I'm out. You guys have a great weekend. And I swear, if the Reds are still on this winning streak next week as I record a new podcast, I don't know what I'm going to do. Should I shave off all my dreads? Okay, I'm thinking I'm getting a little way too over myself right now. But let's just enjoy this moment in the city. Embrace it, okay? I don't care if there's new fans coming along. Welcome and welcome. Welcome aboard. And for the OG loyal fans that have been Cincinnati sports fans forever, like myself, we deserve this, guys. We deserve this. And don't take it for granted. Do not take this shit for granted at all. I know I'm not. I am still in a loss for words, and I'll continue to be. But this is great. It's just, it feels like a dream what's going on. Now, anything can happen in the next month or so, okay, with the Reds. But right now, the vibes are high. I'm out. You guys have a great weekend, and I will talk to you guys next week. I'm out. Go Reds. Go Bengals. Go FC Cincinnati. Peace.